monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan, some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome to the Bride of the Creature podcast. With me, the creature Joey G, and with me as always, the cutest podcaster in town who is a huge pain in the ass, the Bride Nicole. Hello. This is the third time you have now made me start this podcast. I don't like your language. Uh-huh. Well, aren't you just a delight? Well, How are you, love? I'm good. I missed you like this. What does that mean? You mean like this. Like this. Explain yourself. Podcasting. You miss podcasting because you don't miss me. I'm here all the time. I miss this side of you. All right. I don't think you did. This is the you made me start this over three times. Well, you don't always talk like that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I do. Not on what, here. What you hear on here is pure uncut Joey G. You're the one who puts on airs. You need to. Um, like, edit yourself. You need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> you need to look at what's in your brain and edit it. It's not just How like... How do I look at what's in my brain? You don't... You have no filters, don't what I'm saying. Don't censor me. This is... This is my show. That's not your show. It's my network. It's basically my show. How is it your show? Um, I'm the star. Oh, yeah. Do you, if I died, would you know how to do this? No. You When I turned off the recorder, you said, show me that it's off, and I showed you, and you didn't understand what you were looking at. I would learn. I just rely on you. No, you wouldn't. You can't figure out where the DVDs are in alphabetical order. I've gotten better. I don't think you have. Yeah, we've gotten fewer DVDs. That's why. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's been uh, it's been a while. It's been two months. Two really? whole months. December twenty third was our last episode, which is really annoying because we watched the movie like on December like twenty second. <laughs> That we were talking about today, like we talked about, we watched the movie a long time ago. Yeah, it was a while. So this is not, it's been a while, this is not going to be one of the best episodes because I doubt you remember this movie at all. Do you remember how tired I was when we saw it? I know, so it wouldn't have been good I literally could not lean my back against the couch because I was going to fall asleep. I had to lean forward and like hold my eyes open. Yeah, it was... It's hard to, it was hard. the best... Uh, experience of watching a film I've ever had with you, but uh, it was alright. I managed to keep my eyes open, though. Congratulations. That was very difficult. Yeah, well, anyway, it was my pick, and we watched a movie from 1986. Uh, our second time going back to this director, Stuart Gordon, even though neither of us liked the first movie we watched. Which one was Dagon? the first? The one with the fish people? The fish people? Yeah. The Lovecraft one. The fish people, and then there was Oh, the... that little town thing on yeah. the... Yeah. Oh. And we didn't like it very much. No. But this was another Stuart Gordon, uh, another uh, H.P. Lovecraft adaptation. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot and, about that part. And uh, it's not the good, the one that everyone likes. It's not Reanimator. It's a different one. We watched From Beyond. So let's Isn't a, the same guy from Reanimator in this yeah, one? Yeah, Jeffrey Combs is in it. So let's have a listen to the trailer, and we'll be right back. Every journey begins in the mind. <laughs> A flight of imagination. A vision of what might lie across the universe. Or within the deepest regions of the subconscious. Dr. Edward Pretorius is about to embark on such a journey. It's out of control. You've got to turn it off. 
Hawks. Coming. What the hell is that? I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> Let it happen, Crawford. <laughs> Humans are such easy prey. From the makers of Reanimator. From beyond. Okay, so right off the bat, I'm just gonna say I like this movie in the cold end. It was also the story was also for this movie was uh, written and produced by Brian Yesna, who directed uh, one of your favorite films ever, Society. You know, I didn't like Society. I know that's why I said it this way. I was being sarcastic. Oh, but that's also why the practical effects were so good in this movie because they were. You know, they were pretty good. Yeah. And looking back, I don't hate this movie as much as I originally did. <laughs> oh, good. So it was good that we have two months off in between. Yeah. Let's okay. always do it this way. I don't think we should. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I was surprised that you didn't like it at the time. Because it's like, it's, it's, I don't know. I feel like it was a hard movie to dislike. It's just campy, nonsense fun with great effects. I really like the beginning of it, the, the opening to it, yeah. on the farm and the lady. Like, I liked that kind of B aspect of it. But the, then it became like... But the whole movie takes place there. No, I know. But then it became too, like, sexual, and I didn't like that. I just felt like it didn't fit with the tone of the movie. Well, I will admit that I, I do think the that The dominatrix was, stuff, I don't know. There was know. a little bit... Uh, more titillation nonsense than they probably needed to be. I mean, looking back on this movie, I liked it less than I did when I first watched it. Like, I think they could have still done a bit of the sexy stuff without making it... It just felt like it, it didn't... It was the 80s. It just didn't fit, I don't think. I didn't... I don't know that it didn't fit, but I did... I agree it was kind of unnecessary. It's like, well, we have Barbara Crampton. We should try to see parts of her. But anyway, the basic premise is... Uh, uh, Jeffrey Combs and uh, Ted Sorrell are working on this machine called the Resonator, uh, which allows people within its range to see beyond the the normal reality, basically. So they can see all these weird interdimensional monsters that normally we can't Those see. Those cool. So they kind of like, yeah, they look great. They kind of like bridge these two interdimensions that normally we can't cross over between them. And uh, Ted Sorrell kind of gets sucked into that other dimension, and uh, Jeffrey Combs gets put in the psych ward, and his psychiatrist, Barbara Crampton, uh, gets him out, and her and Ken Forey, who I'm a big fan of, he was in Dawn Oh, yeah. Dead. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of him, he too. He was great in this movie, too. They go back to the, the lab, and she's going to try and basically... They start to believe that he might be telling the truth, and they at least want to see the machine. And, you know, there's a whole thing where, like, I guess they're, like, getting addicted to the machine or whatever, and she keeps wanting to turn it on and see the other world, and the monsters are trying to come over from the other side, and then... The machine can't get turned off, and basically otherworldly Lovecraftian monsters are going to come through and devour the universe. I like the very first time you see something come through. It's kind of like that weird piranha yeah. uh, serpent thing. But Wilsons that are apparently around us all the time. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I, I liked all of the monsters that we see. I thought they all looked really, really good. That first one was my favorite, so then the rest didn't seem as cool. I mean, like, and it's not surprising, because while I agree that Society wasn't exactly, like, a brilliant film, I loved the effects in it. And, I mean, Wikipedia says that this is body horror, but I don't know. 
kind of really. a little yeah. bit. I mean, I not guess, like society. In that, I guess Jeffrey Combs and um, Ted Sorrell's bodies do kind of get messed around with with the other interdimensional creatures, and they kind of start to meld and melt and look weird and spooky. But I don't know; it's not body horror like The Fly. I still have not seen The Fly. I've seen like I saw it. It was like halfway through on TV once, and I caught a bit it's of really it. Good. But I think from we the beginning it would be better. We have the David Cronenberg version and the original Vincent Price version. I didn't know those two versions. Which one is Jeff Gold- What's his name? Uh, well, see if you can guess which one came first. Vincent Price or Jeff Goldblum. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I need to think about that for Chef a Chef Goldblum. I like him. From Chef Jurassic Goldblum, yeah. Park. And from other... There's a new Jurassic Park movie coming. Yeah, it's called Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> So excited. This is a tangent and a sidetrack, but the new Jurassic Park movie looks terrible. It looks like Jaws of Revenge. I think it's going to be awesome, and it's going to look good in IMAX theater. <laughs> That's all that matters. But back to this film, which would also look good in an IMAX theater. I don't know. I thought it was, like, it's short. Uh, it's uh, it's tight. It's not super smart. It's not super dumb. It's just, like, a pretty solid little uh, special effects creature feature. I dug it. It was Okay. And, like, well, I see what you mean. I didn't have as... Like, there was a little bit of, like, the weird... Um, like you said, dominatrix stuff. Just kind of, like, the weird uh, sexual stuff that they're saying. Because they're... Uh, I guess because they're stimulating the pineal gland or whatever, which lets them see the other universe. I guess they suggest that that makes them very, like... I don't understand exactly why that makes them all horny and whatnot, but it... <laughs> I don't it even does. mind, like, sex stuff. It's just that it just felt too out of place for this movie or forced into it. If I hadn't seen Dagon I think it would have surprised me more but because this wasn't as offensive as Dagon. Like because the, the, the stuff in that movie with the girl really pissed me off if you'll remember. I was just like, annoyed. Because well, it was sexualizing it was violence. It was, like, it was violence and it was just there for titillation and I don't know the titillation in this movie feels like a more goofy campy 80s titillation yeah. that's like yeah sure it's still probably a little objectif- objectifying but it's at least charming. In it, in I didn't even care that it was objectifying. I just didn't think it really had a place in this movie. I guess those things don't bother me as much either because I don't find scary movies scary. You know? What? And because the. Well, like, I know some people don't like those things because it messes the tone. Like, it's like, oh, it, it threw the tone off and it wasn't a scary movie anymore. But I was like, I don't find scary movies scary anyway, so I don't care. And this movie was already campy because it was, you know space monsters from the other dimensions coming through in a, in a barn. Yeah, I just don't know what that has to do with being a dominatrix. Well, nothing. It's the pineal gland. <laughs> Stop saying that like you know what you're talking about. Well, that was the whole premise of the movie. They stimulate the pineal gland with the weird resonator. What's a pineal gland? It's part of your brain or something. I don't fucking know. See? <laughs> you don't know. Well, I don't know. All I know is in the context of the movie. I don't know in real life. I watched the movie. I wasn't asleep. Well, normally you Wikipedia this shit when you don't know it. Well, I'm sorry I didn't read a fucking textbook on the pineal gland on brain surgery before we recorded our podcast. Maybe you should have. I also am sorry we watched this movie two months ago. <laughs> because, why haven't we recorded it before now? Don't blame it on me. I can see you form- been it ready to blame it on you. me. It is you. How is it me? Because I'm like, should we record and watch once tonight? And you're like, no. Well, that's the thing. You kept saying, like, let's watch our movie. And then, th- then I had to finally say, maybe we could like record the last one before we watch the next movie. You never suggested Ooh. it. You never suggested it. I thought this was your show, hon. Yeah, it is. I, oh, but I have to do all the work. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's how it's always worked, so I guess why <laughs> I should stop now. Uh, yeah, I mean... 
I guess, unlike um, Society, which I know you didn't like, but at least there was some semblance of social commentary, this movie is just purely 100% a B-movie with cool monsters in it. See, I like that better than Stupid Society, which was like a B-movie that pretended like it had something to say and it really had nothing to say about anything, so just a stupid movie. Well, I disagree with you on that, and we don't need to talk about That was like our sixth episode. Why are we still talking about that? Because it was so bad. It was really good. I mean, I liked it. Anyway, I don't think we need to discuss this anymore. It is a visual treat that is sort of just fine. It's kind of fun. Just don't watch it when you're super tired like I did. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately... Because then it's a chore. Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot else that I really need to say about it other than, yeah, it was pretty good. You should probably watch it. I liked it. It was okay. Maybe waste your time. (laughs) That's a ringing endorsement there. Well, uh, since eight minutes is probably not good enough for a podcast, (laughs) we have also decided uh, to do another top five list. This week we're going to be doing our top five horror films based on literature, works of literature. So whether they be short stories or novels or novellas or or novelettes or uh, recipes or blog posts (laughs) or... um, I would love to see a horror movie based on a recipe. Would you? Yep. One of Rachel Ray's recipes would be a total slasher film. Why would it be a slasher film? Because Rachel Ray's would be a total scream queen. Okay. No, she wouldn't. Yes, she would. How would she be a scream queen? She would be a good scream queen, I'm just saying. You can tell by looking at her. It's based on a recipe. It's not starring Rachel Ray. It could. It could be one of her recipes. One of her her... recipes. (laughs) With her starring in it. Do we see her tits? Of course. I it's approve. Rachel Ray. What do you mean? That's why we would see her tits, because it's Rachel Ray. Like, she's some kind of whore. Well, she's always, like, so conservative, right? But Is she? No, she was in Maxim one, one time, wasn't she? Was she? I'm sure this is true. Oh, my God. Look it up, Joey. Look it see, up. See, this you look up, but you kind of look up in Youngland. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'd rather look at pin-up pictures of Rachel Ray than read a textbook. She's like, I'm a good cook, but I also am dynamite in bed, bad boy. What are you talking about? Yeah, she was in FHM. I knew it. Let's see. That's one of the pictures. I mean, it's not like she was like super... a spoon. She wasn't like in like full-on weird... Like This one is the picture that I remember seeing uh, once upon a time. Her in a little... Get up, little get up, holding a pie. It's a pie, stupid. Look I at it. I can't see him from the side. It's in a fucking pie tray. How? Is that, is that a funny angle? It was behind you, Tyler. <laughs> anyway, yeah. If she's in the movie in this outfit, then we can make, we'll make this happen. Okay, which recipe should it be based on? I don't more care. More importantly, <laughs> I don't care. I, as long as as long as she's naked in the movie, I, you can do whatever you want. Then Michael Myers comes out. Oh, this is a good one too. Look at her taking the chicken out of the oven in her bra. See, I told you. Who the fuck? What a weird job this person had really to like take these pictures. What? I don't really like Rachel Ray that much, to be honest. Why? She's very wholesome. You've been in her little getup. Who's that other cook lady that I like? Yada something. Who? This this was the chef that I liked better. What's her name? Giada something or other. I've never even heard of her. She looks so... What? You like her? I'll cover her face. I don't like her face so much, but... She's got a total nose job. She looks like... She has a nose job. She looks job. like Michael Jackson, for crying out loud. Now that you've said that, that's all I can see. <laughs> Usually I just look at her breasticles. I thought you liked that, that one that your mom really liked. Nigella, she was married to... Wait, no. Sachi. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about, like, which TV chef I think is, like, a good show. We're talking about who has the nicest, like, That's bits. what I'm talking about. Look up Sachi's wife. The barefoot Contessa, Nigella Lawson? She's got huge boobs. She looks like my mom. 
She's got huge boobs. No, she does not. She does not, not look, look like your mom. You Nigella should, Lawson does look like You mom. should tell your mom that because she said your mom... Oh, not Nigella Lawson. Who am I thinking of? Nigella Lawson is good looking, yeah. I told I like you. Her. No, who, who am I thinking of? I don't know. The Barefoot Contessa. Who's that? I'll show you. She looks like my mom. Okay, so the point is we need all these... Look, Inna Garten, that's her name. Oh, she, she does she look, does like, look like your See? mom. When I worked at the bookstore, we used to always go, oh my God, this woman looks like my mom. Look at this picture. My mom even has a shirt like that. Because your mom said that if she could look like anyone in the world, she'd want to look like Nigella. Um, this is, well, this dress is a good example of Nigella. <laughs> it's all yeah, cleavage. Yeah, balcony, so, you my point is, thing. all these cooks need to be in a movie together <laughs> where they're the scream queens. <laughs> Except for in a garden. Because she's too much like your mom. Maybe she could be the murderer. <laughs> what, my mom? Or, yeah, or in a garden. Totally. So she's like uh, Pam Voorhees. Yeah. All this right. movie's going to be it. awesome. <laughs> Let's get it. To, what's it called? Recipe for Disaster. Ah, it's good. It's not, but thank you. you you're better. You've always been better at coming up with names than me. I'm a lot more creative and smarter than you. Um, who's the artist in the family? Who always asks their husband to name their art? You. Yeah. But I make the art. Yeah, I can't draw, but I'm really creative. <laughs> With words. Talent. Yeah, I paint a verbal picture. I paint actual pictures? Hello? Mm. Anyway, Marlis. So does fucking Brody, our 15-month-old son. Mine are way better than Brody's. Eh. Shut up, let's do our list. How many of your paintings are on the fridge? None. Zero. How many of Brody's? One. Yeah, well, he's winning. Well, well who... So, Anyway, we're going to do our lists. Yeah. Our top five uh, horror films based on literature. Nicole, what's your number five? No, we're doing heart ones we do first. Heart, do we do heart ones yeah. first? How do we do heart ones at the end? Oh, okay, you're right. Yeah, I know. Why do you... We can do heart ones first if you want. Honorable mentions. No, I don't want to. Oh, my God. Fine. What's your... Oh, and before we start, we just have to say, if you'll recall, both The Thing and The Shining are banned from our lists because they're too easy. And they would both be on this list. Because uh, they were the on every is list. The Stephen King novel and... Uh, the thing, thing is based on a novella by John W. Campbell called Were we supposed it? to figure out who wrote these? Well, I probably know, so oh, okay. I'm smart. You so. go first. You do number five. No, right? your number five is no, what? No, this is my show. Tell me your number five. I'll hold my breath. Go ahead. You'll pass out and I can look at more pictures of, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> of, no. of sexy TV chefs. Joey! Okay. <laughs> my number five is Rosemary's Baby. Written by Ira Levin. No, yes. is that right? Is Ira Levin the guy from NPR or is he the author? I don't, I don't care. You're so boring. Who wants your number five? Well, hang on. You can't just like spit it out and then be that be the end of it. Say something about it. Okay. Um, I didn't know. For fuck's sake. Don't tell me to say something about it then. Cut say me off. something. Are you ready? Can I, can I go on? Please. So, Rosemary's Baby something I saw in high school. We've done it on the pod. Yeah. And I didn't know that it was a book. I Until I, 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 I think I knew the second time we watched it oh, that we did. it was a I book. I told you we have the book upstairs, but I remember oh. you hated the movie the first time we saw it. I know you liked it better, but I thought you still didn't like it that much. I thought you said it was boring. I don't remember what you said the second time we watched it. I thought I liked it the second time. I loved time. it. I, I assume you, I mean, you must have liked it too. Then. Good choice. That's Thank a good you. pick. Thank it you. It was uh, not on my short list, actually. No? Number five. My number five is Diabolique, which we've also done on the podcast. That oh. It's based on a novel called The Fiends. That was a really, really, really good movie. I know. Everyone stop what you're doing and go watch that movie. Well, we, we just wait till the pod's over oh, then. Wait five more minutes. Well, we'll see. 
Could be five, <laughs> could be 25. Who knows? We could get talking about TV chefs again. <laughs> like Chef Michael Smith. I love Chef Michaels. It's Chef Chef Michael. Um, on there it says Chef Michaels. Yeah, there's an apostrophe. No, it doesn't. It says <laughs> Chef Michael Smith's Kitchen. Made you look. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you five? <laughs> I That's all I hang out with during it's the day. It's five-year-olds. They told me they were two or three, you liar. I said three to five, asshole. You're a liar. You don't listen to me. I don't, because you don't say anything good. Number four. What's your number four? Um, audition. Audition, also based on a book. I didn't know it was based on a book until I was looking up stuff. <sighs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. And we did it on the podcast, I told you. I don't listen to you. You're so boring. Um, Fair enough. But the movie was so good. It was good, yeah. I like that movie. I have the book somewhere. And she throws up in the bowl and <laughs> yep. eats it. It's gross. Yeah. Well, my number four is The Howling. Another movie we've done on this I did podcast. See, I knew that was going to be on your list. I love that movie. It was good. It's a good werewolf movie. It didn't movie. even make my short list, though. Speaking of werewolf movies, can I just mention that I watched Wolf Cop twice this week? And it is the best. <laughs> It I watched part of it with you. The can, best sex scene I've ever I can, seen in a movie. I can see why you like it. That sex scene is so funny, right? How funny was that sex scene? Was, Even you were laughing at that. It was a bit weird. It was played for laughs, though. Like My favorite was the fuzz line, he yeah. says. The fuck are you? The fuzz. Because he's a cop and a wolf. Ah, so yeah. funny. Wolf cop. Bender. Anyway, what's your number three? The Exorcist. Ah, it had to make my list because William Peter Blatty. I know it's really an obvious choice, but it's such a good movie. That's it's a I classic, and it it continues to scare generation after generation after generation after generation. <laughs> okay, it came out in like what 1973. I don't know how many generations. Generation, 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 generation. I said it right. A generation. Isn't it a generation every ten years? I don't know. I think so. Anyway. No, I think I'm wrong. You I might sound, be. I I no sound really stupid. Usually. <laughs> Independent from this, though. But yeah, no, it was a good pick. It was a little obvious. I thought you'd probably pick it because I don't, I don't even like to go for the deep cuts. You just have to be lazy, so... I'm not <laughs> lazy. I did research. Well, Nicole, uh, I think you went pretty lazy. And speaking of lazy, here's a movie that ends up on all of my top fives lately. Uh, Hellraiser is my number three. Lazy. Hellraiser, uh, based on the novella That Hellbound Heart by Clive Barker. The mo- like I don't know why, but I know I mention this every time, but I really like that movie. <laughs> I like it more every time I, I think about like it. I don't like it. I didn't like it the first time I saw it, and yeah, I didn't well, like it the first time I saw it, or the first time I saw it. I've only seen it once. It's very good. Um. Anyway. Anyhow. Boring. What's your number two? Also obvious. Silence of the Lambs. You know, that's one of those horror movies that... I know is like beloved and like really well renowned and people really it's like it. It's such a good movie. It's okay. The acting is amazing in it. Everyone Some is good it, in no, it. Not everyone. Yes. Buffalo no, Bill is fine. horrifying. I don't think Joe I think Jodie Foster is good in precisely one or two movies. Yeah, and this is one of them. No, it's for me it's like Maverick and Taxi Driver. Maverick, are you <laughs> like kidding me? She's funny in Maverick. I don't really like Jodie Foster. And I like most I like bits of that movie. I think Anthony Hopkins is pretty good. I like some of the other She I was like in Man Freaky Hunter. Friday. Okay, so the original? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. A hundred percent sure. Mills. Look it up right now. Look it up, Joey. Look it up. Don't am, cheer for yourself. Oh, my God. IMDb Freaky Friday. You're thinking of Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I don't think I thought I the am. original was Haley Mills. You are so wrong. I might be. You can kiss my ass. 
Well, you're right. It's really Foster. Well, what's Haley Mills in? Then? Oh, so what am I? I am. You're correct. And you—that well, makes you. Wait, 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 wait. Sh- what that makes you? Smarter than you. No, that makes makes you... me wrong. I uh... just said that. Then I asked, "What's Haley Mills in?" And Who while you that? were being a bitch about it, I looked it up, and she was in the Parent Trap. Wait, don't now. you dare! She was in the Parent Trap. Let me see. The Parent was Trap she? was the better version of, of oh, Freaky Friday. Yeah, it's one that was. Yeah, I like that one. She was also in That Darn Cat. Parent Trap is nothing like Freaky Friday. It is in that I li- I link them in my mind because they're both like Disney Channel movies from. Like, <laughs> this, like yep, that makes them the same. Well, I think that uh, Parent Trap came out in '61, and uh, Freaky Friday came out in '76. Fifteen years later, my goodness, I did not Idiot. realize that Barbara Harris played the mother in Freaky Friday. Anyway, and I then think they remade it. Buffalo Bill is really scary and haunts the labs, and he still haunts my dreams to this day. To, to, to the point where, if I see that actor in anything, I cannot get Buffalo Bill out of my head. I'm sorry, I'm just looking at pictures of Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm not paying attention to anything you're saying. Um, Look at her; she's just gorgeous. She's so pretty. Oh my god, stop. What's your number two? <laughs> my number two, Nicole, I went for a very deep cut because I figured you'd pick all the obvious ones. So mine is Jaws. I was going to put Jaws on my list, <laughs> but I Peter didn't. Uh, <clears throat> that's, it's so good, right? It is good. It's we should one of the best. We should watch it tonight after we record. Mm, maybe, I don't know. Because that's yes. a good movie. <laughs> that's a good movie, of course. <laughs> so yeah, Jaws, it's great. I've never read the book, so I have no idea how the book is. But the how it good. compares. I haven't actually read any of these books. Lately, I've been on a kick of trying to watch... Because uh, after Jaws came out, a billion cheap movies tried to do rip-offs of Jaws with different animals. So different, I started Different what? Animals. Oh, I thought you said animals. I said animals. So I've been watching some of those movies. Like I watched Grizzly, which is literally the exact same plot as Jaws, only you replace beach with mountain and shark with bear. Bears are scarier. I agree. I watched Day of the Animals, which... There could be a bear in our house right now. We wouldn't even know. But we would know if there was a shark. (laughs) I think we would know either way. Uh, Day of the Animals features... Because our house would be full of water. Can I I talk? Two. Can I finish my fucking sentence? We probably would need a boat. Can I talk? We're going to need a bigger boat. (laughs) Uh, Day of the Animals features a racist and half-naked Lord of the Flies crazy Leslie Nielsen fighting a bear in the rain. Do you need to talk about this on all of your podcasts? I'd talk about it to anyone who'll listen. Uh, There's Orca, which is about a killer whale. There's Alligator. There's Piranha. I watched a movie called Razorback about a giant Australian pig, which was awful. Uh, There's Squirm about worms. There's Rattlers. There's a bunch. I don't think they're all linked to Jaws. Of course they are. There was no, like, giant version of an animal attacks people, and then Jaws came out, and then there was, like, a million imitators after that. There's been lots of movies before Jaws where animals attack. Name one. My number one. The Birds. Okay. Also based on a book, yes. I would argue that it's slightly different. Animals attack all humans. Was there a bit... All animals attack all humans is a very good plot. Was there like a billion imitators of the birds after the birds came out? No. That was Jaws. Jaws imitated the birds. You are high. (laughs) Have you even seen The Birds? Yes. I've watched it all the time. It's one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. I know you're such a Hitchcock aficionado. I take any Hitchcock I, I can get. Can you name five Hitchcock movies? Yes. Let's hear it. I don't feel like doing I'd it. I'd like to hear you do it right now. The Birds. That's one. Psycho. That's two. Rear Window. That's three. North by Northwest. That's four. <laughs> See, even if you get it right at this point, everyone at home is going to be like, oh my god, she... I'm not going to give you one. You missed a pretty obvious one, though. That is based on a book. I know. The most famous Hitchcock movie. 
is... That everyone has seen. I already said Psycho. Did you already say Psycho? Well, then I'm going to think of the other most famous Hitchcock movie that is number one on the Sight and Sound AFI poll about the greatest films of all time. Oh, oh, I know one. We watched it. What's it called? Um, the, it's 13-something steps? 13, the 39 steps. 39 but no, I'm steps. talking about Vertigo. Oh, I did miss Vertigo. Thank you. you. You're welcome. 39 steps is good. Anyway, my number one is the first because I didn't know, I didn't know till just tonight that it was based on a short story. Yep. And... I want to read it because The Birds is one of my all-time favorite movies ever. It's pretty good. Let's watch that instead of Jaws. No. <laughs> no. Well, my number one is also a deep cut. I, I don't want to be obvious like you all the time. It's uh, The Haunting, which is based on a novel by Shirley Jackson that. called The Haunting of Hill House, the greatest haunted house story of all time, the greatest haunted house movie of all time. I love that movie. It's an obvious pick. We talked about it on the show. There you go. Do you have five heart movies? I have six heart movies. <gasps> six. You beat me by one heart. Well, you go ahead. You do yours. Okay. Uh, Carrie is a heart movie. So is what's my mind, too. Because it's so good. The original. The original. Who's the actress again? I've always forgotten. Sissy Spacek. Sissy Spacek was so good and as Piper Carrie. And Piper Laurie played her mom. And Piper Laurie was amazing. And she was also in Twin Peaks. P- Piper, Piper Laurie? She was the, the bitch who runs the mill who's married to the funny guy. <gasps> There was a fish in the percolator. I didn't realize there was a connection there. <laughs> What's the connection there? <laughs> yeah, it's a connection. It's the same actress. I know! I make myself sound dumber than I am. I don't know if you... Uh, dumber? Better, make yourself? Better watch yourself. <laughs> What's your next heart movie? The Amityville Horror. Ugh, that movie is so overrated, especially by you. It's mostly because I love the book so much that I like the movie. No, you. I remember you. No, that's bullshit. Because you went and got the book, and you loved the movie when we first watched it, and you loved the shitty remake. I did. It's good. I don't like either of them. But the book is the best. So I if you that. are going to choose any of the Amityvilles, read the original book. Everything else or is a knockoff. Just go watch a good movie. Oh, I said read the book. And the fucking Amityville Horror is a ripoff, as a knockoff of The Haunting of Hill House. Um, it's based on a true story, Joey, so... And another heart movie is Psycho. Psycho I didn't know it was a book either. Robert Block. But that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's kind of obvious, so I made a heart one. Mm-hmm. But the other ones made my list because I love them so much, is even if them, they're obvious. you know what you did last summer, which was by Lois Duncan? No. Did you know that it was based on a book? I did when I was like 13 and I just forgot about it until just now. Okay. Well, which one do you have? Um, Misery. Yeah, Stephen King. We had a rule you could only have two Stephen Kings on your list. And then I didn't have any. But <laughs> you just said oh, this is Carrie. hard. The heart movies you said don't Carrie count. Carrie and Christine. Heart movies don't count. All right. Fine. And I didn't say Christine. No, I meant um, Misery. You... Yeah, those yeah. are heart ones. They don't count. <sighs> anyway. They do count. But anyway. Misery was a short story? Yeah, no, it was a novel. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought well, it was a short story. You were wrong. Anyway, that's a good movie. Yeah. And my last heart movie is American Psycho. Okay, do the you book? like that movie? Yeah, I really liked American good. Psycho. I, like I don't the part of like. In the news. I don't like the book. I couldn't read the book all the way through. I just I wonder if because I've seen the movie so many times, I got this. it, and the book kind of just hammered home the some points too much. I've never read it. The only actual exposure I've had to Brett Easton Ellis is I watched 
a movie he wrote that Paul Shade that uh, Paul uh, Shader directed called the. Um, what was it called? It had Lindsay Lohan in it. I guess it doesn't really matter, but it wasn't very good. I guess I think, in, the and they do it in the movie too, and so it doesn't. And the movie's shorter, so it doesn't seem as. And it has much. Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, Stewie. Um, Sports is a great album. But in the book, he really he keeps repeating, like saying all these horrible, horrible, sexual, disgusting things, but in a very, um, like bored manner, and. You get you get the point that the guy is like this, but they, he goes on and on for pages and pages, and it just gets kind of dull. And you kind of like, I get the point already. So the book, I I couldn't get through. So you would say he's a uh, a psycho, but the book, but an American one. I think Rob told me that the book was like banned in a lot of places. You could buy it, but it was like it was bought like porn, like like uh, in a shrink wrapped like what's it called in the bags, so you mm-hmm. can't look. Actually, look through it and stuff like that. So, the that interested me more than the book. <laughs> it became notorious. No, no, notorious. What are your heart movies? All right, I got Let the Right One In. I didn't know that was a, a book. It was based on a Swedish novel. Cool. By John something or other, some Swedish guy. Mm. Was the original movie Swedish? Yes. Or? Okay. And the remake was terrible. Uh, we had The Incredible Shrinking Man. The movie isn't really that horrific, but I maintain that the novel is one of the most like, up, like frightening horror novels I've ever read just because like the concept of it is so terrifying about this guy who is shrinking. And eventually he becomes microscopic. But it's a fantastic book. Richard Matheson. Cool. I like it better than I Am Legend. It's so good. Oh, uh, we talked about I Am Legend and it didn't make my list. Yeah, because it's a horrible movie. I like the movie. The Vincent Price version is good. And the Charlton Heston one's kind of fun. But the Will Smith one can can just eat oh, a whole bag of dicks. Oh, the Will Smith one was so good. No, it wasn't. Shut up. Uh, Dead Ringers, which is a David Cronenberg movie that I really like, based on a novel called Twins, Dead Ringers. Uh, Carrie, I had Carrie. I had Christine. Had Carrie. Was that the only crossover we had? Yeah. I had Christine. I really like... Uh, I don't think I've seen that movie. I, I, I read the book, I think. I like the, the book. The book's okay. I like the movie even a little bit. The one with the car that comes to... That is okay, people. no, I haven't read I the book or the movie. the movie. It's, it's a John uh, John Carpenter movie. Uh, I really liked it. Like, it's 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 fun. It's campy. I really like it. And my last one is the movie uh, Hammer film called Curse of the Werewolf, which is based on a novel called Werewolf of Paris. You've had two werewolves ones on your list. Werewolves are awesome. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, well, you had a bunch of, like, cycle killer ones. No. American Psycho, Psycho. <laughs> anyway, so those are our lists that we made with like a lot of time and effort when <laughs> researching these. So. But it's a good transition to my pick of a movie. Oh, thanks for uh, taking the steering of the ship away from me. It's only my one job as captain of the ship. But, uh, no, um, we already talked about how I'm the star. Yeah, I'm the host. Anyway, so it's my pick. Mm-hmm, Can I say mm-hmm. it? Mr. Captain, sir. You Where's know, your captain hat, do you sir? Know who directed it? You know anything about it? Yes. Who? It's right, based on a book by Joe Hill. Mm-hmm. And it's called Horns. Yes. Joy and I both read this book, and you it's so it. good. And Daniel Radcliffe, or AKA Harry Potter, is in the movie. That's not what I asked you. Harry Potter. Who directed it? Harry Potter's in it. Who directed it? There's a movie, and someone directed it. Alexander Aja directed it. And the other films you may know him from as the as High Tension, the remake of The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, really? Piranha I like that 3D. movie. I love Piranha 3D. Let's yeah. watch that one instead. Oh, Christ. So anyway, we're going to watch that. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of months. Harry Potter. 
Harry Potter, yes. Did we talk about Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Harry Potter? Alright, so until the next time, I am the creature Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. Y'all stay scary now. Kissy kissy. How could this woman ever decide to wed this man?